summer, Olive in 49. The tale of Helen is as true as any I've told you, but I worry when mice see only one lesson in it. Her strike wasn't act in first. The first act was when the overlord packed away those poisons, or when the treaty was broken a season earlier, or when the treaty was signed 70 seasons before that. All the same, it's fair to say she acted last. Hello everyone and welcome back to Six Feet Under. It is mouse time, it is specifically dark patrol time. Deep in a, a museum back room in Appleloft, surrounded by marked specimens of all sorts of strange, unusual, and one-of-a-kind things, there's a one-of-a-kind meeting. Uh, three guard captains and three other notable members of the mouse guard meeting behind these locked doors to plan for the future just in case the unthinkable becomes the, the way of the world. This is our dark patrol. I can't keep tabbing over to this Rizard blog post because the man is staring at me. <laughs> uh. Rizard is based on uh, uh, actual person Ross Ritchie, and his headshot is intense. Yeah. Wait, where is this blog post? I. Well, first here's Ross Ritchie. Yeah, there's the oh picture. <laughs> oh wow, okay. he's yeah. so scary. He's a scary man. You know, I'm sure. I, you know, I'm sure he's a lovely person, but he's he's very frightening. And here's a Stepan for, uh, for balance's sake. It's a bit less intense. <laughs> and he seems like a much lovelier person. These characters were invented as tributes to, to people who work with David Peterson uh, at his publisher and were also involved in the, the film deal as, as they, they got producer credits, or at least they would have if the movie uh, finished. Yeah, I'm still oh, so sad about that. But that's okay, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Appleoff. Let's not even worry about it. We're here to talk about our Mouse Guard movie. The, the theater of the mind. <laughs> but seriously, I, I can't keep going back to my browser because of those, those eyes. Now they're in the Discord. Uh, put some lorem ipsum in the Discord, yeah, seriously. It's, <laughs> I've, I've accidentally spread... Let me go get the safer work, sir, fetched. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> After a fruitful first day, it is time for day two, back in the the uh, collections of the Oddities Museum. Uh, oh, man, look at that helpful bird. <laughs> <laughs> He's a friend. And as uh, people are, are drawing up today's business, uh, Stepan uh, uh, clears his throat and says, I had a thought. There is something we left off the list of our assets yesterday, something that could be very important as things go along. What about the intelligence we got from the spear? And, if you'll permit, the possibility of future installments. Whenever Francisco is rhyming at that moment, her feather pen just snaps. I'm serious. Everything we've been able to corroborate ha has been found true. Mice who escaped their dreadful time in Dark Heather have been very helpful. I mean, in fact, we only have it because of the the little one carried it all on her poor little paws all the way back. I have seen this report. It was because of the help of another weasel. We should also, yes, yes, note that down. The possibility of, of uh, turncoats to our cause. You, you never know. Possibility of turncoats appeals to me. But I worry that the problem isn't so much the strength the spear would bring, as it is what would happen after. Here, here. We should string them all up. Every last one we find. I don't know why Gwendolyn keeps one locked in the basement. That wasn't what I meant. Well, it's what I'm saying. Alright, Rosard is very forceful, and mm -hmm. Granny isn't the happiest with how he has been doing his job since she left, because she was way more subtle about things, but also she can't, like, she can't win a direct confrontation with this level of intensity, so she's just gonna kind of, <laughs> like, sigh and concede the point. Okay, so Francis is gonna do the, um, armful thing that Edgeworth does in Phoenix Wright and says, she knows stuff still. She's withholding information. She has to be. 
That's why we're still we still have her. Otherwise, why is the spirit even getting stronger? Because they're recruiting. Stronger? Uh, says says Lucas, wondering. Insult all like lets out a very barely perceptible like tiny snort of laughter. Like she's like <laughs> just in a way you can hardly hear like nobody hears, but it's still I say strength in a more of an uncontrolled sense, but there's a possibility, says Stepan, that they're not getting any stronger. We're just coming to realize the strength they already had. I'm just saying that anything that exists can be turned to an advantage with the right pressure, and I don't see why this one should be left off the table. Isold, you're a tactical mastermind, aren't you? Um, not particularly. What do you think of Shepin's plan? Obviously, we need to be wary of any force that could potentially compromise the leadership structure of the Guard, but at the same time, we do also need any any help we can get if things do get difficult. So I suppose there are good points to both sides of the argument. Uh, Lucas sits up and says, "Well, that's the question. What what strengths do they have? Okay, so the facts we already knew point to the fact that what we have from them isn't entirely lies. But how can we confirm the stuff that we don't already know? Right? I mean that that's the important right. bit and." It seems like a lot of what they do is just write letters to each other about how awesome they are and how awesome we are. I haven't seen much in the way of action. Just a bunch of chain letters. And one apparently embedded intelligence asset that is still, I'd say, dubious. My other concern with recruiting the spear is I believe it shuts off our chance to get turncoat weasels which would likely be the swiftest, swiftest way to shut out the war. If the current overlord was overthrown and replaced, we could... Well, we could hope the new one is less bloodthirsty. We could help with a weasel coup. If what the reports of what Sable and... Should I use their names? Shit, I should, should know if I should <laughs> use their names. Why not? Okay, why not? We can be honest here, this is a secret room. So if the information that Staple and Lily brought back is true, it seems that Overlord Rampal really splurges on these feasts, especially for those that serve them directly. But we have not heard about the working class at all. They seem to be more shoved to the side. I wish this Sable were invited. At least the snacks here would be better. Princess <laughs> Akis. She doesn't say anything after what she made in the last episode. I believe that with what little we know of the spear, which isn't a lot, but we know that they don't want anything to do with the weasels. And I believe our chances of forming an alliance with <laughs> some of the more repressed faction of Dark Heather would be undercut by any involvement with the spear. That's probably a good point. But at the same time, I think it's worth considering that even if we're able to put it off on this occasion, War of the Weasels probably is inevitable. Both of our societies are expanding, and they're carnivores, so it's inevitable that at one point, that eventually, there'll be a scarcity of resources that will push us into conflict, and that naturally leads to them wanting to attack us. But that's only looking at it in the very long term, so I don't know how relevant it is. This is why I wanted to meet with the ferrets. Hmm. I know that they are not treated well by the Dark Heather. We'll put that on the to-do list. Uh, so it sounds like everybody's a bit curious about these spear folk. And that's what I don't understand, says Rizard. I don't understand why anybody would want to give them the time of day. If they were so honorable, if they were so useful, if they wanted to help so badly, why didn't they come knock on our door? How come everything we know is because of some interception or some mistake on their part, huh? It's possible they don't trust the guard at all. I don't see why the feeling shouldn't be mutual then. I'm not sure it's so much a suspicion as a fact. They don't believe that we know the right way to go. Otherwise, they'd just join us. It's probably safe to assume they are working to undermine the Guard in some fashion. Well, I said as much earlier, when I said they could compromise the leadership structure. Mm -hmm. Empowering them would probably lead to 
some degree of appropriation. Right. I don't believe we can trust them without consequences. Well, I suppose I have my answer then. We can't really count something we can't count on. Hmm. I'm trying to remember, like Gail mentioned when Francisca talked to her about the meeting of the spear, about the was a matriarch back then? Yes. I don't know if this was ever brought up to the other members of the guard. I mean, are you bringing up now at the meeting? Yeah. I suppose so. Because I'd kind of like to hear this story. I don't... If, if Granny knows it, Jacob doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Francisco's gonna just sit up and say, When I talked to Gail one night, I was curious about the meaning behind their name, the Spear. It turned out that long ago, a Weasel Overlord, according to legend, wanted to make a peace treaty with the territories. The matriarch at the time met with them, but instead she brought a poison spear with her and killed the... Oh no, it wasn't a poison spear, it was just a spear. And killed the overlord. And what the overlord brought with them were apparently poisons, methods of assassination, and it seems that they believe in directly cutting out their opponents, their enemies. Well, I haven't seen a thing direct from them yet. That's what worries me. They named it after that legend. Maybe we haven't seen what they're doing directly yet. I'm, I'm just the, the tail end of that story there, sorry. Um, was it that uh, the, the weasels turned out to be carrying large amounts of poison? Yes, or? yes. The, okay, the, this so, meeting was cover for a, a surprise so. attack. But she was smart the, in attacking them first, wouldn't uh, uh, as long as yes. not going to say that out loud. The, the matriarch called their bluff, yes. and, uh, yes. Yeah, Francesca didn't want to, like, put any doubt on it, it's just what Gail told her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which the spear seems to have taken to mean a preemptive strike is best. Which is strange, because I haven't seen much of that. Well, it makes sense if they don't have any weapons of their own, but let me just... Take a look around the room here. Oh, I see six. Pardon me? Francesca raises an eyebrow. I mean, they wish to direct the flow of, of hostilities. Uh, Gwendolyn surmised as much last time we spoke on the subject. Uh, can I ask a question like, uh, this is something it's always like, it's all would know. Yes. Is Stefan a member of the Spear? Uh... Oh. I don't know. I don't think so. I guess she might not know everything, so we can maybe leave that. He might be. I don't know. But he's right, really into dramatics for sure. Right now, he's just really into being like, if there's an advantage there, let's let's find out. Let's use it. I, the information is so far good. We can count on it. He's a pragmatist. Exactly. He, yeah. What I would like to do, I would like to find a way to reach out to their embedded agent in Dark Heather and get a second dossier. I would like to, to see if there is a way to uh, reconnect that line and find out what they have. Because if we can rely on what it was in the first bundle, now that it's been fully decoded, fascinating. This meeting would be a week ahead of where we are today on day two. Well, I suppose it's possible. Yes, but how long would it take us to get that intel? And what would it cost us? What would it cost us, says Lucas. Uh, he, uh, repeating your words to himself, he, uh, goes off into a corner with, uh, just a a scratch pad and a a bit of chalk, uh, not chalk, a bit of charcoal. Start, starts muttering as he as the conversation continues because last time we sent a patrol to Dark Heather one did not return one returned so badly scarred I thought she was unfit for duty until she had to kill a snake to find her own feet again and the last is she's doing fine honestly this is only inference for me. I, I don't really know if this would work for certain. But if we assume that the spear uh, has in, has influence, some degree of intelligence or influence within the guard, we could simply make the request public, and they'd probably go ahead and do it, right? Do we want to make it that public, though? Well, we could. I, I, don't, I don't mean public, public. I mean make it public to those within the guard. They'd probably hear about it, and then they'd, you know, 
So instead of us being their uh, directed foot soldiers, they become our errand boys? Our intelligence operatives, perhaps? His old shrugs. That's the word we would probably use. I think they'd like that one better, yes. Yes, I think they would. Lucas walks over, slaps down uh, the, the pad he was writing on. Well, uh, depending on who you sent, uh, it would either be a total suicide mission or hmm, have two back out of a party of five. That sounds right to me. This is uh, just most likely case scenario. There's, there's always the chance of good luck. There's also the chance of bad luck. What I meant was that if we made it public, it's possible the spear would send someone themselves, although there's no real way to know for sure. I don't like their odds. Mm. So, Izzel, are you proposing that we offer a negotiation? I didn't know. I I don't know if I was going quite that far. I wouldn't say that negotiation would per se be advisable. What other word would we put out that would help them to contact us? We wouldn't need to them to put out anything like anything too specific. Uh, We could just put out an open notice that we are aware of the fact that they have an agent within Dark Hever. And if they could provide us with information, then perhaps there could be something more we could do. You know, uh, take things relatively slowly uh, and cautiously. I still do not like any plan that leaves us indebted to the spear. I really don't know if here if it's wise. It's not really my place to judge. Uh, I'm just, you know, throwing ideas at the wall, so to speak. I think this uh, point would continue to be debated throughout the day. Actually, that's a cop-out. We need to reach a decision. Well, if you want a prompting, I know one person's opinion on this. Yeah. If Lucas gave the odds of uh, two of them surviving as 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 a possible outcome, I feel like Rosard would be like, that's acceptable losses, right? For for that (laughs) level of intel? Yeah, Rizard, uh, Rizard responds, so there's a chance it would work. And I hate to lose three good mice now, but if it saves the life of 30 next year, well, I mean, that's the easiest math that I've ever done. Think about our numbers in the guard right now. Can we spare even two more or three more? Just losing marks alone set us back quite a bit. If you all are so convinced that what's in those pages, if we get them, would be as valuable as, as they might be, I don't know how we can uh, afford not to. I'm just saying I don't agree to all of those presuppositions. Who among us would want to go into that mission then? Who would volunteer? Right here, right now. Granny is going to stay silent to that. I had points to say, but I, uh, she wouldn't volunteer for this, no. Stepan, definitely. Rizard raises his paw and says, if there's a guarantee that what is recovered would be as life-saving, be as valuable, absolutely. But the fact is there is no such guarantee. Right. The intel recovered from Marx about what they've been doing with our mice and all that, and their various movements through Dark Heather. I don't know if we'll get anything more specific or valuable than that. We already have a weasel captain's journal, a tunnel lord's journal. Both of these documents painted a picture of a weasel society in transition, in flux. The, the possibility of the overlord's drug-addled madness who knows how things might have changed in a single season. I agree that it would be useful to have more up-to-date information, as these things can change very quickly, especially if we could establish a consistent through of that update information. That would be the dream. Alright. It sounds like the most agreeable plan to everyone in the room is to recognize the sphere as a possible source of information, and see if they they can get more. Is is that where things end as the sun goes down on today's work? So people are agreeing to the open. Are people agreeing to the open notice plan? 
unless something else comes out or somebody wants to make a, a point of something else, I think that's where things stand currently. Okay. Granny wants to make it more specific. Okay. If we're going to give a notice to the entire mouse guard, which I can actually do from where I am right now, I have a herd of bees. Um, True. To send out messages to the four corners of the territories. Never leave home without them. Mm-hmm. My plan would be to come to Ivy Waxfort in Appleloft, and we'll hold a one-on-one meeting. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You just call it Ivy Waxfort? At Wax Wart, my name, oh, okay. Ivy Wax Wart. Okay. I was going to say, you have a fort? That is awesome. <laughs> the Wax Fort is what she calls the beehive in Lock Haven. Okay. <laughs> uh, she also invites all the young mice to see the gun show when she lifts the Wax Fort. <laughs> if we're going to have a negotiation with the spear, I'll take it upon myself. Well, I say one-on-one, but it's not going to be. <laughs> There's no way I'm going one-on-one. I'll be bringing probably Francisca with me. Because I think I trust her most out of these five other mice. Even more than Chapon. Definitely more than Rosard. I I trust Lucas, too, honestly. Cosmically more than Isolde. I'm half expecting you to be the person I'm meeting, (laughs) Isolde. I didn't Um, know you were that... Are you that, like, that deep into the suspicion? I didn't know it was that, uh, like... I think it's, like, 30... 30, 70... Like, I, uh... I won't be surprised if you're the person who shows up, but I also In this don't meeting, Isolde is the only mouse to have said anything close to, they're probably decent people. No, she, she didn't do that. She specifically acted too. skeptical about it. To, to make the point that, like, if we made a request, there's a chance they'd, they'd do it. I feel like I have <laughs> been very good about being being subtle with I my actions, so. and people are still yes. people are still suspecting Isolde. It's not fair. I'm still on the side that Isolde is not... I mean, Granny's also a very suspicious person. Of everyone here, I think Lucas is the only... I think Lucas is actually the only one I trust. Well, then Francisca, even. Because um, I mean, wow. Francisca's an idiot. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that either. Not to, not to slight you, Riley. This is this I, is Granny's thoughts about Francisca <laughs> after, like, two days of this meeting. <laughs> Francisca's a little simple. That's that, that is very fair. Harford, Francisca, Ephraim. Yeah, they'd they, all get along great. All they have small brains. I want you to make a role to convince the the people of there's a lot of mice here who have different ideas on how this conversation should end. Yes. So, I'm rolling a die for each of them. You're rolling obstacle 3 that your conclusion is the conclusion. Okay. Well, I mean, if we're going to go with Granny's conclusion, the plan that I would actually want most would be to try to get a weasel turncoat. Uh, I feel like it'd be... Isolde kind of wanted the negotiation, but I don't think she'd argue for it too well, much harder than she Isolde already has. didn't quite want a negotiation. She said that they should leave an open message and let the spear try to deliver the more intel by themselves. She didn't say, like, right. she was... She said going and doing a negotiation would maybe be too far. Okay. But she will not stop I- you if you decide on that course of action. I mean, my opinion on it is that the open message sounds even riskier than a negotiation, because then we're just leaving everything up to them. That's like conceding the point without without any terms. I mean, the realistic way this would break out is we didn't come to a conclusion and have to argue again for like another week about this one thing. Uh, but that, it would be bad and unsatisfying. And it would continue to fuel your angst with your successor. I mean, I'm outright against this plan to sending a patrol, so there's that. I could at least persuade everyone not to do that plan. Yes. Which is obviously Persuader. Francisca, Isolde, are either of you with me on this, or are you against me on this plan of not sending mice to Dark Heather again? I think it would be bad to send mice to Dark Heather, so I suppose I will agree with that, but I don't know about the meaning part. That's probably enough to be able to warrant assisting you mechanically, I suppose. Uh, so... I mean, I'm not going for the meeting right now, because I feel like it would oh, I be... I still feel any contact with the spear is a bad idea, but I don't know how realistic <laughs> it is that that'll Especially that the way. pointy end. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I'll just roll these four dice versus three. Maybe I'll fail, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll get angry at Rosard over how this is going nowhere. Uh, I was going to say... I I'm, bet you do. I'm fine with trying to... Like, Francisca knows about Isaiah, but... 
Sailor Patrol. She already made that big little scene there. Are you assisting me then, or not? <sighs> Alright, that sounds like not. I'm rolling four dice. Yeah. <laughs> Two successes, which is almost three, but it's not three. Not oh, quite. Dear. Okay, so... Either I failed, or I'm angry. <laughs> you both. Okay, sounds good. As you, you make your case to, like, try to draw... Try to draw everyone's points toward your proposal. Try to make the point that this is a reasonable course of action that, that moves us closer to greater intelligence while protecting us and not legitimizing them. Uh, it's honestly, when you put it like that, that's a real big ask to try to find a way to argue. And it, yeah. it doesn't really go over, does it? And the, the one who gets frustrated and uh, uh, shuts you down most is Rizard, who, like, you, I mean, you've tried to convince people of things before. You can tell just from how people are, like, carrying their eyes and shifting in these mismatched chairs that it's not working. But Rosard is the one who breaks out in an uncharacteristic tone of voice for how well these things have been going the last two days. Uh, and that's not your job anymore. You don't deal with these groups, with, with outsiders anymore. It's, it seems his objection is you trying to, to muscle in on what is no longer your territory. It's become personal. That's right. At the end of the day, people are leaving. After all the optimism of day one, it's been crashed on day two. No consensus has been reached, and... Uh, He's taking the angry condition. I invite anyone else who's frustrated by that to do the same. Sold is not frustrated. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, actually, Granny would get depressed over that and go to Tired instead. Oh, you know, that makes sense. So uh, I'm going to ask for one quick roll from... I want a manipulator. Oh, you mean Deceiver? I mean Manipulator, this is 2nd edition. Oh right, uh, yeah. The character sheet still says Deceiver, but yes, it is Manipulator. Yes. Okay, odds I'm asking Francisca, evens I'm asking Isolde. Oh no, I have no uh. Manipulator. Isolde, oh. I, I need you to cover for yourself and uh, Francisca, apparently. Uh, t tell me about how you get by in Appleloft. Oh, like trying to... It's not like... I'm low. I'm lending you. Um, let's see. One of my lies has to work. This is difficulty three. Uh, like Appleloft, unless you're a farmhand, which honestly would be a pretty good cover, especially for Francisca. Uh, they don't get a lot of medium-term visitors. Yeah. Hmm. They get a fair few mice just passing through, but like you've been here four or five days now. Okay. Nobody stays for the month here. Alright, here, here's our here's our cover story, okay? Uh, we're uh, cider merchants. We've come to negotiate a big purchase to take back uh, to the north of the territories. Uh, but we are currently stalled in negotiations. Uh, does that make is, is that good? Does that make does that sound good to you? Francis is currently drinking cider. Sounds good. Okay, <laughs> um, we'll need uh, clothes that make us look kind of middle class-ish. Uh, and also, uh, we'll need to know a bit about cider, so... I'll teach you a little bit about it, okay? How, oh god, how do you even make cider? Is it like you ferment apples? Is uh, I don't know anything about alcohol. Isol goes to find a book on how to specifically like how cider is made exactly, so she knows how to, <laughs> to, to, to say it. If God, no, does Isol do the distillery tour? Uh, yes, Isol will do the distillery tour, <laughs> but not not while pretending to be an apple merchant. Or rather, Isolde she, will have done the distillery yes, she tour will have done the distillery and, before tour. Granny got here. <laughs> okay, I know what my outfit is. It's going to be suspenders. Just suspenders. Suspending what? You can't do just suspenders. Yeah, I was going to say, you got like, um... They have to suspend. Like, some kind of oversized pants. Oversized pants. Isolde is probably wearing like a sweater or something that makes her look very boring. I initially thought scarf, but that is not going to work in summer, Francisca. Come on. <laughs> it's probably pretty okay. hot here, uh, so maybe a sweater is not good. Meanwhile, Granny is going out in a tuxedo vest with a tie. 
Yeah. Because she is living it up with Chapon in mingling with the aristocrats and gambling away all of her money. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second, but I, I want to see how this obstacle three check goes. Okay, first. what can I roll? Um, uh, well, obviously I, need, I can roll a manipulator, uh, which is, I think, a four for me. Um, Sounds good. Really? She's been rolling it a lot. I have rolled a lot of manipulators over the course of this season. That is what my... If someone would have four deceiver, it's Isolde. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're getting uh, help from Isolde, uh, from Francisca, I believe. What kind of, can I trade top of this? I feel like yes. clever is too broad. I can't just say I'm clever and fix everything. Sure you can. It, it does work in this sense, because we're trying to hide and being clever. Is I, think, very... I think I should also be able to use poison-wise, because technically all alcohol is poison. So, you know. I was going to actually suggest that same thing to you, if you didn't. Well, <laughs> if there's consensus, then, I guess. You want some honey for that cider? Can I lend you my knife to cut up an apple? Well, I mean, we're not literally making cider ourselves. We're buying cider and then selling it on. Uh... I've, I've accumulated quite a lot of unspent persona points again, so I could just add an extra dice if I wanted to be cautious. Yeah. I'll do that. That's seven in total, I think. So. Oh, dear. I did badly. I got only two successes. Oh, no. I got a six and a five. All right. So as you uh, go out into the city uh, practicing your, your now routine of being uh, a pair of cider merchants traveling uh, trying trying to get a new supplier nothing happens immediately but like I've I've made some notes let's say that oh god uh, <laughs> uh, the most the terrifying consequence <laughs> so we, just, we need to quit town right now the hell out of here uh, meanwhile I'm gonna call this the player's turn speaking oh, of the player's okay. turn Granny sounded like, uh, yeah, you and Stepan, you're going to a different party every night, I think. There's just a rotating, like, one night it's uh, chamber music, another night it is uh, party drugs, but, you know, for fancy people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They get up to all sorts. Uh, all right. And I am mainly using this mingling as a chance to practice Deceiver. I think tonight... Happens to be casino night at oh, somebody's penthouse. Well, let's see if I make money or if I uh, suffer again. Did you say you have a fake dice cup? I do have a rigged dice cup, so I can mark that as a tool. Um, if they let me use it, they probably will. I'm pretty persuasive, also. It's probably really fancy. They're like, oh, let us use this. It is a very fancy dice cup with a magnetic bottom that can rig dice. And that is three successes. Okay, what? Sorry, what were you trying to? I was just trying to roll deceiver to practice it, um, and to, to represent how my gambling goes. Okay, trying to beat the the house at some debauched society party is, I would have said, yeah, that's like three okay. difficulty three. So yeah, you did it. All right. If this was a real casino, like with security for more than just drunk people. Like yeah, that would have been at least a four. But okay, in and this I context, two sixes, so I could use the fate point for that. But that's fine. Maybe that's I can fine. fail tomorrow. <laughs> Francisca or Isolde, what are you getting up to in your downtime? Uh, uh to set this up, I'm probably going out for drinks with uh, Lucas. And out all the, right, out of the corner of my eye, I'm going to spy a certain little hut or house. A house hut? A house hut. Oh, oh. This house is actually not in a hut. It is up high in a, a tree on the outskirts of town, like more near Appaloft. Oh. I checked the art in oh. the book. <laughs> but yes, you do see the, the house you're spying. Yeah, I think I know what this is. So, uh, sorry about what happened today. I, I wish we would have made more real progress, but, you know, better having it out in the open, I guess. Yeah. Well, what, what are you looking at over there? What? That house. In the market? I'm in the market for something, all right. Francesca gets up. <laughs> wow, that was not as smooth as I thought. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably going to leave Lucas thinking weird thoughts about Francesca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean, Francesca? <laughs> oh, 
I thought you were closer to my old tender paw. <laughs> oh. Actually, I think I think Locust is probably the one I would trust a lot of most of the NPCs on this. I mean, that's what part of why he's here is because everybody knows and trusts Lucas. He's just the good dude of Lockhaven. I mean, I told I kind of told Kenzie about my quest, so and mm-hmm. so yeah, that house that is that was the house of the last carry of the Black Axe. Really, he says as he goes back to his mug. Oh, I was gonna see if he wanted to join me, but wait, what? I'll yeah, all right. <laughs> Slams that down. Where point point me at it? Where are we going? <laughs> I can I can climb. I'm a mouse. I can climb anything. All right, towards the tree. Towards that tree. Yep. Oh no, Lucas got drunk real fast. What do you do? You, do you think they just left it behind? What? I mean, maybe it's a ghost axe. Ghost. X might not be here, but there's probably a clue about where it went. So, Frances is gonna knock on the door in case someone's living here. Hello! I can't tell if that was who lives here. That's Lucas. That's Lucas. Oh, boy. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hello! Stealth mission. I like this guy. I I don't want to be stealth (laughs) if there's someone living here. I don't want to scare them. There is apparently no one living here. Uh, nature has begun reclaiming this hole. Uh, well, there's no mouse living here. I, I think a family of birds. You, you can see a lot of nest material. They are not here currently. Oh. Are they, like, living in it or just, like, on the roof? In it. Oh. Ooh, I know what to roll. I know what to roll. I have lore mouse. Okay. And well, I looked this up as well. Lore mouse lets you talk to birds. Hell yes. Okay. The DC on talking to birds is like four or something, right? Like it's high, but not t- scary high. I, that sounds right. I have me. this bookmarks. I mean, no one has ranks in lore mouse, so that's still pretty high, but like it's reasonable high. It's, you can spend some traits and wises and One get there. One of my studies ways of habits animals. Communication starting at two. Beasts of feather. Okay, so three then. Even Even better for you. Obstacle three to talk to the the bird that's uh, trying trying to get some rest. When when do birds lay eggs in this? Is this could it be nesting in the summer? Like by by this point of summer, they're probably hatched. Okay, so there's a bird chilling out trying to protect babies while other bird is is coming back with with the food. I just remember this because I remember one year when I was living. Teenager, uh, our one of our trees had a bird nest, and I got to watch the eggs hatch. It was really fun. That's pretty cool. Anyway, I have four mouse of two. I'm going to mark driven for this. Uh, black axe wise, that'll bring me up to four. I'll just mark one more persona point, bring this up to five, and let's roll this. Roll the bones. Five, five, three, four, two. Did it. Hello. Francis was really, really rusty on her. Lore mouse because she has not tested this. Hello, food? Food? Um, I think your success is that you have some bread that you brought from the bar. Oh, that's good. Not a lot of bread, though. It's like a mouse size. But bun. it's probably it's probably good tasted to them, too, so. Yeah. And birds like bread. They can't get enough. Yeah, Francis is gonna offer them the bread in exchange that. Yeah, we're just here to look for something. We don't want to disturb you, so. More, more of a peace offering. Food, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, what for? Oh, um, we're looking for information for a long lost object. Object? Princess kind of just realizes she's talking to the baby bird and just shrugs and says, "No, that's the that's an adult bird." Oh, it is adult bird. It's yeah. just cheap chirpy. You fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> It's an adult bird with babies. The mama's talking. Okay, rewind that a bit. So, Francis can say, I'm looking for information about uh, an axe that was from many no years axe. ago. No axe! Well, yeah, I'm just seeing if. That was a really fast denial. Like, very quickly, no axe, as soon as the word axe was mentioned. Oh, you're sitting on the axe! How weird is that? Quest over. <laughs> no, no axe! No, no pointy! 
Nope. I'm just. Well, I guess I'm more looking for letters, so. Oh! Letters! Letters! Lots of letters! I kind of motion Lucas to come in and see if he can find anything in his uh, inevitable state. Does the bird, like, point them to a drawer or something? You can see a whole lot of paper goods woven into, like, this nest. Oh, okay. Oh. I don't want to take the entire nest apart, obviously. The bird says, food? I, I gave food. Oh, oh no. F- food? Lucas, Lucas, what, what should we do? Lucas uh, rummages through his pockets, takes out some seeds he was saving for later. There, there you go. I got I have food for days, man. I'm made of this stuff. Oh. And uh, in exchange, every time you give the bird more food that the bird can then use to feed its young, uh, it motions for you to sift through more of the nest. You've made a friend. Oh, hooray. Uh, it's old. Sorry? What you doing in your, uh, uh, in my player's, player's turn? turn. Uh, here's what I want to do. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna brew something. Like a potion, like a, a concoction. Okay. Uh, but I'm not gonna say what it is yet, but this will be a science <laughs> test. Uh, I'm going to give it in broad terms, it is going to be something poison or poison related. Uh, let's call it a poison adjacent item. Uh, of moderate, <laughs> of moderate, of reasonable severity. Uh, so please give me a... Are, are we talking, like, non-lethal severity or lethal severity? To determine your obstacle rating, I would also like to know the am- amount, generally speaking. I'm not going to be brewing very much. Maybe, like, uh, okay. like a, a glass's worth of out of it. Like a, enough for one person? Enough probably for one person. Um, okay. This is, this, is not, this is a poison-adjacent brew, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With, a, with a potent effect, although I won't see what that effect is. Uh, that's obstacle three. Okay. An obstacle three science okay. test, that is. I'm going to add uh, poison wise, of course. I'm going to try to add clever, considering I can add it to any, everything. I'm going to add scientist, obviously, because that is the. You know, the essence of. You're not well, adding not, That is a science role. That is the skill, yeah. And I am very good at science, so this should be easy. Did you say that at the start of this campaign? Yeah, I said that a lot at the start of the campaign. Okay, that's four successes, which is actually quite low for how many dice I had, but it's still pretty good, I guess. But it's still you got. She's the, gotten quite the thing. Good. You okay. got whatever the thing is. I finished brewing it. After that, I'm gonna go speak to Granny. I want to go try and seek her out. Okay. Okay. How poisoned am I gonna be at the end of this conversation? Uh. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's find out. Together. Okay, where is Granny staying? Because this is probably going to be at some unwholesome hour. Granny probably is couch surfing yeah. across the well to do. With, oh dear. With Japan, pretty much. Um, we're probably both just ending up crashing wherever. We might be kind of hard to find. Oh dear, am I going to need? I've already made a test, so I don't know how I can search for you. Uh, it's not hard to find them. Like, um. there's only one casino night uh, in <laughs> among the upper crust. And if That's you know actually Granny, reasonable. Tonight was casino you know night, so you'd probably okay. find me still there. Or maybe on my way out the door, because it's late. It might be an unholy hour, but that doesn't mean she's not still awake tonight. Okay, I'll yes. intercept Granny as she is leaving or finishing with her casino business. Uh, Gran- Granny, sorry, uh, are you busy? I was looking for you. Ah, uh, Sally! Sally! I tap you uh, on the uh, shoulder. Right. Call Names. me Thorn! Thorn, sorry. Uh, yes, Thorn. Uh, I just wanted to have a quick word of you, if that's alright. Mm-hmm. Addendum to cover story. Uh, <laughs> Sally is Thorne's actual granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fun addendum. Okay. I was wondering um, about something. I remembered that um, during the negotiation with the bats uh, that went on our earlier mission, um, there was a bit of a a slight a slight mix up uh, with some information uh, that I had meant to, that we had meant that we had meant to I'd meant to. Uh, clarify uh, for the treaty and uh, to deal with that has come to mind to me and I was wondering if there's any way like if you if you had any idea because you know I know you're a uh, fairly high ranked uh, in the in the in the guard of course I was wondering if you had any idea about what, where Gwendolyn was going about her mission because she departed quite suddenly and I would like I'd like to try to deliver her a message I don't need to be in person but I need to but uh is this a thought 
As soon as you started talking about anything business related, she put her hand on your shoulder. We were walking and talking because I don't want to be having that conversation uh, anywhere solid, steady, whatever, where people might eavesdrop. Um, Because that sounds sensitive. Dearie, it's been a long time since Gwendolyn's told me her business. The most she does is ask for advice these days. She's a big girl now. I have no idea where she is. I see. Do you think anyone else might uh, in the uh, in the group we have assembled here? If you were going to ask anyone, it would be Genry, who is not here. I see. I would not expect Rosard or Shepan to know. Hmm. And Lucas is the same rank as you. And I noticed you're not asking Francesca. No, well, Francesca wouldn't know uh, because... Oh, I assume she wouldn't know because she's... Uh, I was there when Gwendolyn left and she didn't seem to know what was happening. So... Or didn't seem to also, know. Francisca's having good times with Lucas right now, who's really drunk. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it's possible she mentioned her to mention to her, so she might know. But I don't know. It's really quite important that I do get some kind of message to her. She is the matriarch. She'll always be back at Lockhaven sooner or later. It all bites her lip. If you'd like, I could send a bee to Lockhaven with your message, and it will uh. be waiting for her as soon as she arrives. I see. Well, that might be the best option, best thing to do. Uh, is it alright if I wait until tomorrow morning to send the message? There's something I need to attend to very quickly before it. Before These I'll. These are not nocturnal. Tomorrow morning is the earliest I could send it anyway. That's probably for the best then. Um. You seem stressed out, Sally. Is everything alright? Um, I'm not sure. I feel a little bit stretched out. It's difficult to explain. I feel like we've just been. Going from one thing to another, maybe a little bit too quickly uh, this summer, and it's uh, starting to grate against me somewhat. It's quite a lot of things to think about, that kind of thing. It is a terrible weight that we have been given. Yes. You knew Gwendolyn when she was young, right? Mm-hmm. What sort of person, I don't know, is she? As of, I don't know, I feel like I only really see her public persona, uh, so to speak. I remember when she was a tender paw. She was quite unlike our current batch of tender paws. Mm. She was a little scaredy cat. She had a bright mind, smart as a whip. She always knew the right thing to do, and she trusted herself. Even if she was sometimes afraid to do it herself. She's the perfect leader. Well, she wasn't always the perfect doer, I'd thought, but apparently she's out and about doing things herself now. Time changes, people. Isolde is looking actually quite despondent right now. She's looking very, uh, very fretful. If something's urgent enough for her to go herself, I'd be worried. Right. I suppose that's everything. Uh, I'll see you, uh, I'll see you in the morning of the message, alright? Alright. Okay. I will meet you at the Oddities Museum. Uh, well, I'll see you then, then. Uh, thank you, of course. Uh, uh, um, just so you know, uh, I'm staying in an inn in the lower part of the city. I forget what it's called. Something to do with, it's like a cobweb something something. Um, just, you know, just, just, well. If I need you, I'll know where to look then. Have a good night then. You as well. Oh, um, there was one more thing I wanted to say, uh, or ask rather. What is it? Are you... <laughs> <laughs> she... Uh, you came on the road from Flintrust with Ephraim, right? I did. Uh, did you see any? notice anything on a miss on the way? There was a fire. Oh, besides the fire. Did anything out of the ordinary... Uh... He was carrying a package, but I didn't oh. ask about it. I didn't mean with him, with him specifically. I meant with... Uh... Never mind. I better go. Uh, have a good night. All right. Have a good night, dearie. Is all this already gone before you can finish, uh, finish talking yeah, to her? Yeah, that's fine. Just, Granny is now, I was like, you're being weird, but that extra bit is now like, wow, well, uh, it may... it's so hard to trust Isolde with anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it may I... come to mind to you later, uh, as you, as, because Granny, actually, maybe you should make a check to see if I make this, make this, uh, like, can I ask, can I ask uh, Gnome to make, to make a roll, even though I'm not the GM? Yes, yes, okay. yes, I will allow this. Um. I have two checks for this player's turn still. I will spend one of them for this roll. 
what what would you roll to search your memory to try to determine if you ever mentioned Ephraim to Isolde before? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I I think that's the question on yes, the table. That yes, that is the that is what it is. Does a circles roll make sense? Uh, to keep track uh, of all the people that makes, I've been that dealing like with this past week. That makes sense. Just a general will would also yeah. make, make sense at your discretion. Free. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Do you want to GM the next uh, Sorry campaign? Sorry for hijacking the <laughs> No, no, no. All right. I would actually like to mark old for against me to take away a die. Hell yes. Because, well, I'm old. <laughs> I've met a lot of people this past couple of days. Wow, okay. 663. That's two successes. I'll spend a fate point. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, that's a five. That is All a right. success. So you realize, uh, after you are sitting in bed later, that you had not actually told us all that you were traveling with Ephraim before, and yet somehow she has some information. Yeah. That's gonna be something to think about later. Oh boy. After this all is going to go back to her uh, lodgings, uh, she's going to freak out a little bit. Um, and she's going to- <laughs> and then she's going to check if there are any messages for her from anyone else. Isolde goes to uh, the front desk and asks if any uh, uh, messages were left, and the attendant says, uh, No, one person, uh, there, there was a mouse that came and uh, asked uh, for Ms. Brandistock, but that's certainly not you, uh, so I figured you just must have been at the wrong inn. Uh, in any case, have a good night, miss. Is that message actually going to be for me? Or is this, uh... Yes. Okay. Guess what a brand of stock is. It's a kind of spear. Oh, that's very clever. <laughs> I said, I- actually, um, uh, Miss Brand stock is, uh, is me. Would it be alright if I took the message? Uh, it's a bit, it's a bit complicated. Ah, well, that's none of my business. And, uh, you get just a scrap of paper with directions to a place, uh, beneath one of the trees. Okay. Well, uh, in that case, I will, with uh, with all due haste, head to the direction to that place beneath one of the trees. Meanwhile, over in uh, the abandoned home in this tree hollow, uh, this nest has a lot less paper in it, but you do see, you see the collected records of M of Appleloft, a a member of of the the lineage of Fairer that you learned about from your friends in the Haven Guild, Francisca. And you see, I mean, all sorts of things. You see, you know, receipts and stuff. You see uh, some family letters that end at a certain point and you, you have this sort of tragic recognition that she was her last surviving family member for a number of years in her life. But you've hit pay dirt uh, eventually, as as uh, Lucas's pockets are now completely emptied of all of his saved snacks, I'm gonna make that up to him later. So, but it's okay because you do have a, a written copy. I mean, depending on how careful you are, you would realize it is in M's own hand, putting together the argument that uh, the Black Axe was last seen across the sea and uh, a diary entry that she's found uh, a long-lost member of her kin to that, that she believes she can press into uh, joining her on a quest to recover it, uh, a guard mouse named Kelenaw. Hey, Lucas, do you recognize the name Kelenaw? Uh, it's been a while. Lucas is back uh, on his feet again. Of course I recognize the name Kelenaw. He taught me everything I know. Really? Dun dun dun. Lucas, if this is right, he was the last Black Axe. What? No, he... He died in a storm or something. He just went missing. That's what they say. Let me see that. And then we cut back to, uh, this... Hollow. It's a. It's an abandoned building. It looks like it might be a warehouse. Like if this were harvest time, it might not be so uh, abandoned. But right now, is old. It smells like the the dirt around you as you move around the uh, uh, roots of the trees of Appleloft, and you you just hear 
bits of, of grass rustling in the night breeze. And you come upon a large uh, mouse wielding a machete. Uh, our, our listeners would recognize him as Ephraim. I see. Oh, I didn't expect you'd be coming directly, Isolde says. Just thought I'd check in. Uh, have you got any uh, instructions? No, uh, it should be fine just following the directions as you were given them. Everything has already been set up. There should already be people uh, there in case there's violence. So... Right, right. Uh, well, just make sure you got people looking... I see, sun goes. Make sure you got people looking uh, toward uh, the west. Towards the west. Yeah. I'll pass on the message. It all looks like she's something she maybe wants to say, like she's got it on the tip of her tongue. Uh, but she eventually says, well, good luck. Thank you. And then leaves. He, he saunters off with a smile. Another day passes, another day of uh, fruitful uh, discussion in the back room. But then it is interrupted. Um, actually, I'd like to say something uh, first, very briefly. Yes? Uh, Granny, um, Francesca, you yeah, notice... Yeah, we got a letter to mail. No, you notice Isolde does not show up the next day. Oh, oh, that's even worse. You don't show up to deliver that letter or uh, at the meeting, huh? No, she does not appear. So the five mice that remain uh, have an uneasy day, not sure uh, how much importance to put upon, you know, seeking out their lost member versus the very important discussions they have to have. Uh, however, even less gets done than, they, than you would expect under those circumstances. As you are interrupted by commotion, uh, someone is, is winching up a, a parcel. As they uh, open it up, there are two uh, weasel skulls completely picked clean. Uh, inside is a note that says, With the Matriarch's loss, the Black Axe has returned. You are all under my protection. And then people report, seeing to the west, a silhouette in front of the sunset, a hooded figure standing with an ancient and giant axe. Well, fuck me. Good night, folks. Good night. However, let's just put that out of our mind and do some behind-the-stage stuff. It's time for our end-of-session uh, ritual, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, boy, we all got some stuff to think about before our next <laughs> recording, don't we? Let's talk about goals first. Uh, I feel like Granny was unable to cut undercut Rosard's plans. And also, considering circumstances, that might not be my goal next time. We'll see. <laughs> uh, did, did you work toward it? I think I did, a little bit, but All like, right. he's That's just so point. intimidating, it's hard to actually stand up to him. That's a fate point. Isolde, um... I was not able to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I think least... you might have got a fate point, though. I don't know, I think you were working at both of your you goals at various points in the session. You for you, it seemed like, but uh, Granny well, is so out of the loop. Looking for aid in stopping it. Yeah. So, uh, Francisca, you have indeed found a clue about the axe's last known location. And it might be two now because of what just happened, but... You, you know that the axe was believed by this person, M, to be somewhere on an island across the sea, and that she was uh, trying to, to get uh, a distant cousin, a guard mouse by the name of Kelenaw, to help her seek it. That sounds like a persona point to me. Yeah. And also, that Kelena went missing in a storm, probably at sea. We don't yeah. we don't know about the thing, because remember back in spring of last year, we talked to Comrade, and he denied anything about it, so... Yeah. Did you even... I don't think you even talked, talked axe business with Conrad, but it's been a I long did. time. I you did. I asked him if he knew about the Black Axe, and all he said was... He said if he knew anything about it, he would be keeping it secret, so... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like him. He had he had a bad experience. He had a bad time. He lost a leg to that axe, so I assume that's probably why. So, that's goals. Uh, let's talk about beliefs and instincts. 
who played up their instincts. My belief is the children are the future, and that is entirely why I was believing in the plan to get a weasel turncoat, because I believe Lily could make that happen. Aww. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Mm. Does anyone else have a story about playing their belief or instinct they want my to share instinct, uh, My instinct was, uh, is uh, to understand that you know, going into a conventional fight is already a bad uh, a failure, and I think I... My instinct, I think I followed because I was suggesting, uh, although I may have had somewhat ulterior motives, by I was trying to push for a path where people did not go do anything directly violent or directly confrontational with the weasels immediately. Very true. Very uh, true. Uh, I think for the first time, I might have gone against my belief, uh, <gasps> which is a mouse card can only, mice, mouse kind can only prosper when its enemies are destroyed. Yeah, uh, that's the one. By potentially not acting in a way that is aiming to not destroy my enemies. Uh, so... Uh, mm. But I'm not sure if that's like decisive enough yet. So maybe it's better to wait until next time. I think you played dramatically against your belief. I don't know uh, if you changed it, if that's what you mean, but I think you earned a persona point for working against your belief. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Sounds right. How about you, Riley? Did Francisca play up to their belief and instinct? I, especially her instinct, I think she's been actually a bit more against uh, Gwendolyn's whole... She's not believing in the Legend of the Axe, but Francisca's still pursuing it strong as ever. So yes, then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you followed either of those, or both take one or two uh, uh, Persona points, or, or fate, fate points. points. from those, yeah. I have a dozen fate points. And as we mentioned, a Persona point for Isolde for playing against hers dramatically. That's awesome. But uh, now it is time for the MVP or, of course, an Embodiment Awards. I want to give the MVP to Isold. Oh, but I didn't really do much. You did so much. I mean, I didn't do very much that was helpful. Except the, a lot of stuff in motion. Well, yeah, it wasn't helpful. That was part of why I'm giving you the MVP. <laughs> I mean, you, you kept you and uh, Francisca safe and secret. I mean, you tried, at least. I escaped before suffering the consequences. That's true. Yeah, are we going to be hunting his old next session? Is that the plan? I don't know the plan. I haven't watched Naruto. How did the Hunt Sasuke arc go? Uh, pretty well until the end of it, honestly. Hmm. It was a very cool fight against a bunch of weird things. I'm not privy to what Grant will decide to do in the course of the game. <laughs> I'm only, only able to make really bad decisions and force him to deal with it. Oh, no, I love bad decisions. That's... They make my job so much easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how that's how GMing is fun. I can't wait to see how this goes. Like The two Enters End crew make so many bad decisions. It's oh, great. Oh, God. <laughs> I love all of you idiots. This is, again, th this, this was a very talky, not very rolly session, so like... Workhorse and MVP are kind of weird to think about, but I think we can all agree that Isolde got the, gets the Embodiment Award. Yeah. Well, you can only get one award. The Embodiment is non-exclusive. Oh, nice. You can it's only just... get one of the first two. I think this is the first time I've won two at the same time. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, does anybody else want to uh, nominate someone for the Embodiment Award? Because it's all kinds of non-exclusive. I would like to nominate the GM for portraying junk, drunk Lucas in an excellent fashion. <laughs> I think uh, Francesca Gnome... Yeah, I don't know, Francesca I think the gnome. bird earned the Embodiment Award. Oh, the, um, the bird was also great. Let's just get <laughs> yeah. the Embodiment Award. Can I place the bird next time? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Food. Food. <laughs> what if the birds just hear the mice talking like really, really slowly? And like obnoxiously. <laughs> Who has seen uh, at least half of the, uh, the the Dark Crystal Netflix show? I haven't seen any of it. Okay. Me neither. I like it. I have one episode left, and I've just hit the realization, like, oh, wow, they're, they're planning for a season two. There's still so much more to, like, set up the movie. But that's okay, because I like this. But there there is a pair of characters that have that dynamic. Okay. There's, like, one that keeps finishing the other sentences because he talks too slow for him got it it's it's a good it's a good comedy bit but i guess it sounds like we're done for the night <laughs> i think both francisca and like granny both did like cool little contributions to that scene it was just like you know pretty that much the whole, the whole session revolved around uh revolved around that one part so much that like i feel like it's hard to say which exactly 
Because I feel like I kind of monopolized the uh, post post meeting part of the story. <laughs> the, the, the story. turn. Yes. Well, that is uh, that is why I gave you the MVP. Because but you I did talked so a lot much. less before that point, and I think yeah. both uh, reasonable. I, um, did we roll the same amount of dice? Maybe Granny rolled one more, but I might have rolled one more. <laughs> you rolled militarist and what else? You want to? You guys want to know how many fate points I have? How many fate points? That's a joke because I stopped counting after like twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> Reasonable. You can't spend them fast enough. They need a second thing you to can, be spent on. You can use them for I am wise, but. But that is also very conditional, and yeah. only one at a time. Well, still, at this point, we might as well use them that much. It's true, it's true. With that, uh, this is the first thing we've recorded for second summer of 1149. I can't wait to catch up with Fire Patrol, who you've, you at home have probably already heard something from. <laughs> We haven't. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing that game that you may or may not have heard already. Uh, part of it, at least. But I, th- I think we're going to have a really strong and interesting contrast between the two sides. And that's that's going to be a lot of fun for me and hopefully fun for you. Thanks for joining us. I had a lot of fun tonight. I think we held our up to a patrol that's on fire. <laughs> what if we started using fate points as like coincidences like spend a fate point to make a happy coincidence happen like because we do that a lot already and it'd just be a way to spend the points we're sitting spend on. fate points like advantages in genesis yeah yeah you know there could be something to that there yeah. could be some, something may, to think maybe about. we'll talk like we're a bit late down the line we're making big mechanical oh, changes oh we're so now. late down like, the line we're... but we also have someone with 20 fate points <laughs> we're, we're maybe like we're maybe like six sessions away from the end of the entire thing now I feel like um, well six sessions from our perspective more from Grant's yeah Grant has twice as many but yeah I want to mm. say I pulled up the port, the torchbearer character sheet uh fate points can also be used to use a wise you can apparently cannot use wises without a fate point that doesn't sound right i don't yeah, think that's, that's true in the mouse guard rules no that's, that's in torchbearers yeah torchbearer okay. is a okay. harsher game um, it's very harsh are we still recording i mean we, uh, i'm still recording i mean i be? haven't actually said the words good night folks yet okay <laughs> okay i am still recording so, I'm, so I'm, we're still here with with all that business done, and a little thank you to the nice folks at home. Uh, good night, folks. Thank you so night. much. Good night. Folks. Good night. Thank you for watching, listening, not watching. Mm-hmm.